Welcome to Silent Symptoms, a black mental health podcast. I am your host, Katasso Fridge, a Florida-based therapist. This podcast focuses on mental health, stigmas, and social injustices that affect the black community. This podcast was created to bring awareness about mental health and can be used as an educational guide, but this is not to be used as a replacement for seeking help from a therapist. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Welcome to Silent Symptoms, a Black Mental Health Podcast. So today, I wanted to talk to you guys about something that's very near and dear to us, especially in the Black community. So what I have seen recently is a spike in people addressing their mental health. And I told you guys at the beginning of my creation of this podcast that I wanted to address things that mainly were targeted towards the community of color, especially black people, because when I look at our community at large as a black woman, I see where things are missing, the disparities and things that need to change in general. So, and as a therapist, I come across all types of clients, right? And I have seen a deficit of the black man. So typically when I, you know, in private practice, a lot of people that actually come to therapy are like black women recently. There's been a spike of young adults too. And then, you know, adults that are developing into like older adults. So there's been such a increase in that arena. But what I'm also seeing is that there are not a lot of black men. And the black men that I do see, you know, really have kind of shaped my perspective because when they come to therapy, they know exactly why they are in therapy and why they need it. And I feel like it's amazing to see. When I look at our community, you know, the black man is seen as the head of the household, but at the same time, that is also the most damaged person in the family system, nine times out of 10, to be honest with you guys. So, you know, and I think that the most important part is getting into therapy. So I created this podcast today to talk about the importance of therapy in the black community, especially the black men. Why should black men, you know, go to therapy? Number one, you guys are viewed as the people, the head of the household, the people that are supposed to lead the family, right? And everybody's structure is different in different households. But typically, even like in other communities, the man is looked at as a person that needs to head the household. And what I have seen, if a man has not addressed their trauma, they project into their family system. Their kids lack something and their spouse lacks something because there is an imbalance within the family system. And what I mean by imbalance is because the emotions are not in check. You know how much of pressure that is to be a man within the family system? I hear it all the time. And when you think about the black males, especially the older ones, let's say 40 and up, right? They grew up in an era where mental health was not a thing. People were expected to move forward in the way that they were, flawed and all. As long as you're there for your family, you're okay. Well, I'm here to tell you it's not okay. 
just because you show up and you're the family man doesn't mean that you're the per perfect person that you're presenting to be. The traumas are being projected onto the family system. You're angry at the world. So guess what? The family dynamic is at a deficit or you have beliefs that don't really represent the time that we're in right now, which puts the family system at a deficit. And a lot of times there are a lot of childhood trauma that men have dealt with always being required to be strong, always required to show up all the time, even on days that they can't show up, right? So guess what? You're gonna be angry, you're gonna be tired, and the expectations of being a provider add the layer and the icing to the cake. That's why you need therapy, okay? For two, no one is responsible for your personal growth and development except for yourself and i see a lot of men that come to therapy there is so much stuff that they have dealt with in their childhood and then when it comes to personal development like a man has come into their own so they feel like there's no room for growth that's where the problem is when you feel like there's no room for growth and you feel like you know it all as a man and i want you guys if you guys are women listening to this please share it with your significant other or spouse if they're a person of color i mean white men do show up and people who have other communities do show up in therapy but people of color really don't show up as hard as they should because they feel like they have it all together when in reality they don't the best man that i have ever dealt with are the men that have been in therapy because they were open to the idea of growth, open to the idea of what the people around them are telling them. For instance, if your partner or your kids are telling you we're unhappy or why are you angry all the time? What's going on with you? What are you internalizing? If people are constantly asking you like, and you're isolating and you're not as present as you should be in the family system, and I'm talking about mentally, you could be physically anywhere you wanna be, but if you're not there mentally, you're affecting the family. And the most dangerous thing a person can ever do or say is the fact that they have no room for growth and they will never go to therapy. Now that's a flaw. And this is not even me speaking from a mental health standpoint, it's talking from a personal standpoint as an individual because the people that have the most issues is the ones that don't feel like they have any growth. If I ever come across people who feel like they're perfect, those are the most flawed people that I have ever met. And the problem comes in when other people are affected. It's one thing when we all act the way that we do because we want to act that way. But if we're affecting other people, we have to take personal responsibility. And a lot of times by, you know, seeking somebody else outside of your family system, people that don't know you personally and you share your experiences, that is a moment of growth. I don't ever see anything wrong with that, right? We have to understand that when we fall short, somebody else can tell us how we can fix that or how we can address that. And some of the things that I see the most is that the person that is afraid to go to therapy the most, they have the most issues that they're dealing with and internalizing because the misconception is that if I go to therapy, I have something wrong with me. If I go to therapy, Someone is going to expose me to the things that I am hiding even for myself. 
We have to take responsibility for where we are as individuals and where we're going and also how it affects other people. And I, you know what? And when I think about like white families, they invest in themselves. They invest in their mental health. Because right here, your mental state controls your physical state. It controls your behaviors. Those are the two components that make you who you are as a person. If your weapon upstairs is not sharpened, how are you supposed to succeed? I think we pseudo succeed most of the time. We think we're doing it, but we're fake doing it because now we're actually pretending like we're happy. And I see that in black families. We have to clear all of the smoke. We have to clear the pretending. We really do. And I feel like I see that a lot in black men. There's nothing to be afraid of, especially older black men. The relationships that you develop within yourself and you develop within your family are the most important ones. But if you do not address your trauma, it becomes an issue. It becomes an issue, especially the fathers. Because a lot of times too, you know, we forget that our actions actually project onto the people that we love the most. That our actions don't just affect us. So investing in talking with someone is the most important thing. And I have clients who are black men. When I tell you guys the things that I hear, the things that they have experienced, it's always the same story. It's always the same story. The black man syndrome, the I have to be strong syndrome, there's nothing wrong with me syndrome. I have to show up and show out and act as if I'm succeeding. What is success in your humble opinion if you're not getting things right? And the most successful ones that I see is like the things that I mentioned before, they address it or their family tells them, hey, there's something going on with you that you need to address. And they come to me and they have that real conversation and they are finally are able to become vulnerable and coming to understand who they have been all these years. Change doesn't come overnight, but it's the first step that you take as an individual that will help you and set you up for the rest of your life. I have a 60 year old client. I have some that are in their 40s because it's very important. They got to the realization that I need help. I can't do it anymore. I've had my success. I've had my family, but am I really happy? Not really because I'm not investing in myself. I have issues that I have not addressed. There is an imbalance in family systems. And it's important to me as a woman of color that when things happen in life, I am well represented by my counterpart, by my family members, 
I don't want my family to walk around full of trauma. And y'all shouldn't want that for your families as well. When you really, really, really get in tune with who you are as an individual, nothing can ever stop you. Yes, we can pray about it. Yes, we could talk to our pastor about it. We could have a relationship with God about it. We could have a relationship with whomever. We could talk to our spiritual advisor. We could have all those things, right? What about your mental health? What about that? And we forget that at the end of the day, when we turn the lights off, when we go to sleep, that our minds need to be aligned. But the mind does not stay quiet at night when it's dark. That's when the most issues play out in our head, right? The anxiety, the depression, the worry, the scares, all of those things that we have in our head. We can never run away from our minds. But what we can do is try to put a blanket over it for many years. These are the reasons why therapy is important, especially in communities of color. And this one is, to, is, is, is targeted towards black men because I see a lot of black women stepping up to the plate and addressing their mental health. I see that. So where are our brothers and our sisters that are supposed to be stepping up? Well, really our brothers that are supposed to be stepping up and showing up as counterparts to other people. If there's a lack between all of those things, how is the family system supposed to, you know, survive that? And when we look at marriages for people that have been together for 40, 50 years, and when I tell you something, <laughs> the things they have been through, because they didn't, they, they just swept everything under the rug. They never addressed their issues. They don't talk about all of the things that happened within their relationship that, you know, what the women had to pick up, the infidelity, the kids outside of the marriage, and them, you know, coming back together without any real resolution. And then they're miserable, but they're still married. Right? So would you rather have a healthy family system or would you rather continue to be in demise? And would you rather continue to be lost instead of addressing your issues? We have to stop. We have to stop. We cannot invest so much time in our careers and also, you know, invest physical time in our families but not addressing the emotional standpoints and the, the, the mental health standpoint that's gonna tailor the real relationships that you have with your family, with your friends and the people that are around you. You're not angry. You're not an angry person. You have things that you're dealing with. You're probably sad, you're probably anxious, you're probably depressed, you probably have pressure, but you will never ever know that because you never went to go see a therapist. So how are you supposed to know if you don't understand that? 
unless you have somebody in your household that could diagnose you, which they shouldn't be doing, or a friend. Stop trying to go to your friends and express the issues that probably you will never understand. Stop trauma bonding with your friends, which is something that people most often do. So we have to get to the point where we understand what it means to be in a healthy family dynamic. And I challenge all of my black men to try to analyze themselves to see what issues have I been carrying around my life for many, many years, for 30 years, 40 years, 50 years, 60 years, and how am I affecting my family or how am I affecting myself, right? Going to therapy doesn't mean that you you are crazy, you need pills, you need to go to a psychiatric hospital. We need to get out of that. We really need to get out of that. This means that you're trying to make a positive change. Even if you feel like there's nothing wrong with you, there's always room for growth, okay? If you guys have any questions about what I'm talking about, and if you guys have any questions about how to get into therapy. I have also done a couple of videos, I think at the beginning, about a year and a half and two years ago about how to choose a therapist. It is very important to vet certain people before you create a long lasting relationship. Just cause you meet somebody one time and you don't like them doesn't mean therapy is bad. That means that the person that you chose is not for you. Okay? So, seek help for your mental health and all will be well in the communities of color, especially black people. Let's invest in our mental health as much as we invest in other things, okay? So I thank you guys. Um, everyone that's listening to this podcast, please subscribe to my YouTube. I get a lot of listens. And if you wanna see my face, get on YouTube, okay? And I thank you guys. See you later. Thank you for tuning in. Please be sure to like, share, and subscribe to our podcast. You can catch us on Anchor and all your favorite media streams. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Silent Symptoms Podcast. Let us know if you have any feedback or topics that you would like to hear.